bar now. I ain't say that. Well, then what? Hey, 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 I ain't trying to hem you up, man. It's just, I ain't seen you in a minute, and it's not what I expected. Well, what did you expect? Try B8654 Moscow. Yes, sir. You would never have found him through his office, Mr. President. Our Premier is a man of the people, but he is also a man, if you follow my meaning. <laughs> what did you say? I said Premier Kissoff is a degenerate atheist. Mr. Mr. President, I formally request that you have this ignorant proof. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I think they're trying the number. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. I know last night was long. It was all about Django Unchained. And I did that primarily to show my friend Jason Almy some love, because he did a he did a a brief piece we could say a quickie on Goodfellas, which is such a classic film. We could go into why it deserved the Oscar of 1990 and why the fact that it went to Dances with Wolves, directed by Kevin Costner, is still a great. There are so many travesties within the context of the Academy Awards. Sometimes they get it right, and sometimes more than once they get it wrong. Wrong! (laughs) I was thinking long and hard today about what film could we talk about, you know? We've talked about almost every film under the sun. We've talked about Django Unchained. We've talked about The Untouchables. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. There's a lot of really great films out there. And Django Unchained's episode, it did something that I had intended it for it to do. And that was to get people to rewatch the film. So that that was my intention. Not just to get you to listen to the show and to listen to me talk about it. But to inspire you to go, okay, I haven't watched that in a while. There were so many films on over the weekend. The the Omen was on, not one of my favorites. But I know that it is a favorite of many. (laughs) I know that Rick and Morty is on tonight. Season finale. So let's just talk about Rick and Morty. Let's talk about where this, this series is going. First of all, it's a hilarious series. Did the Shriek chagrin of some (laughs) yeah 
Where is this series going to go? Where is it going to go? It's this this season has been very kind of bloody and fun. I've tried not to miss. I remember a couple weekends ago I missed one episode, but you know I DVR them. So I try to catch back up to it. But here we go. Son of a bitch, he marked it. Wait a minute. I had to top it off. Top it off? You know what? Replace me. Replace me, Rick. Just do it. I'll see your bluff call and raise you reality. Behold, my wheel of better things than Morty. Come on, anything. Anything but Morty. Who is Rick without Morty? Find out on the one-hour season finale of Rick and Morty returning September 5th at 11 p.m. Whoa, okay, so we got to wait till September 5th. Oops. So I guess we won't talk about it tonight. (laughs) Change of plans. Put it in reverse. I was having a really great discussion with a friend of mine. And we were talking about the TV series Downton Abbey. And she binged it. And then she told me she watched the movie. And the second movie was supposed to come out this year. But they've pushed it back. To March of 2022. They pushed a lot of things back. I know that we were supposed to get Murder or Death on the Nile. I don't know when that's coming out. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Because there's also some controversy behind that. Because of Mr. Army Hammer. I won't go into it. It's interesting. But I won't go into it. That this isn't this isn't a tabloid podcast. This is a film and music podcast. There are some concerts that are coming up for me that I am just looking forward to. First you got Cypress Hill, whom I have loved since I was a teenager. And then you have Buddy Guy, who's playing in Napa in September. And then there's Aftershock in October, and then there's David Sedaris in November. So yeah, it's it's going to be a fun-filled year, end of the year more so. Doing this podcast really it keeps me on my toes because I always have that deadline. The deadline is always to try to finish it before the day is over. So if I finish it at midnight, I'm in trouble. Because that's not what I intended to do. I am going to talk about briefly, and I do mean briefly. Because this isn't a Django Unchained night. So today I was with family. And we were looking for things to watch. And 42 came on. About Jackie Robinson. And I was so mesmerized by it. First of all, I had seen bits and pieces of it before. And the fact that we lost Chadwick Boseman around this time last year. And you know how he got nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He should have been nominated for this instead. That's just my personal opinion. Here we go. 42. All right, nigga. Hey, boy. Porch monkey. Hey, nigga, I know you can hear me. You know what you're here for, don't you? Huh? 
Y'all here to get the nigga dollars for Ricky at the gate. You don't belong here, nigga. Sit down. You sit down or I sit you down. What's the problem, son? You're the problem. And so that's a moment that I want to talk about. So I was watching that with my nephew. My nephew was like, that's, we talked about how hurtful that word is, how disgusting that word is, why they were saying that to him. They didn't want him there. But what Jackie Robinson did was so historic. This is such a great cast. That's why I thought when you've got a great cast like this, talk about it. You've got, okay, this is directed by uh, Brian Hegeland, starring Chadwick Boseman, Harrison Ford, Nicole Berry, Christopher Maloney, hello, Andre Holland, Lucas Black, Hamish Linkletter, and Ryan Merriman. Yeah, it's about 1946 when Jackie Robinson broke the color line. We are forever grateful. I mean, because think it, think think about it. Think about everything that he went through just to break that color line. These are some moments of the film. This is such a powerful film, and I think watching it with kids and educating them on it. Son of a bitch that opens his mouth, I'll smash his goddamn teeth in. You can't do that, Jack. I'm supposed to just let this go on. These men have to live with themselves. I have to live with myself, too. Right now, I'm living a sermon out there. You don't matter now, Jack. You're in this thing. You don't have a right to pull out from the backing of people that believe in you, that respect you, that need you. Isn't so. If you fight, they won't say that Chapman forced you to. They'll say that you're in over your head, that you don't belong here. Do you know what it's like having somebody do this to you? No. No. You do. You're the one living the sermon in the wilderness. 40 days, all of it. Only you. There's not a goddamn thing I can do about it. Of course there is. You can get out there and hit. You can get on base and, and score. You can win this game for us. We need you. Everybody needs you. You're medicine, Jack. That is a moment. And Harrison Ford really... He's got the the heart of a coach 
in that moment saying to Jackie Robinson, come on, I know you've got it in you. Don't listen to them. He knows what they're saying. He knows what's at stake. <sighs> 42 is the attribute released in the United States on April 12, 2013. You have Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, as Jackie Robinson, and Harrison Ford as Branch Ricky was an American uh, baseball player and sports executive. Ricky was instrumental in breaking Major League Baseball's color barrier by signing black player Jackie Robinson. He also created the framework for the modern minor leagues farm system, encouraged the major leagues to add new teams through his involvement in the proposal of Continental League and introduced batting helmet. He was posthumously elected the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1967. This film is historic. It's powerful. I think we'll talk about it more at length. It really should have been nominated and it wasn't. And it had some really great moments. But most importantly, it had a great cast. And some of the speeches in here, I mean, Christopher Maloney, who's such a great actor, he gives a very impassioned speech. It has come to my attention that some of you fellas don't want to play with Robinson. But you've even got a petition you've drawn up and you're all going to sign. Well, boys, you know what you can do with your petition? You can wipe your asses with it. Oh, come on, Leo. Come on, what? Ball players got to live together, shower together. You know, it ain't fair to force them on us like this. Besides, I got a hardware store back home. Screw but- your hardware store, dicks. And if you don't like it, screw you. Mr. Ricky will be happy to make other arrangements for you. I don't care if he is yellow or black or has stripes like a zebra. If Robinson can help us win and everything I have seen says he can, then he is going to play on this ball club. Like it, lump it, make your minds up to it because he's coming. And think about this when your heads hit the pillows tonight. He's only the first, boys. Only the first. There are more coming right behind them every day, and they have got talent, and they want to play. Oh, yeah, they are going to come scratching and diving. So I would forget your petition and worry about the field, because unless you fellas pay a little more attention to your work, they're going to run you right out of the ballpark. I saw Honus Wagner play 
scored three times that day. We just have to wait and see. Wow, that would be great. So I wanted to play that clip and end right there for tonight because we probably should talk about it more at length. So this clip is called Hate Breeds Hate, an extended cut of Maybe Tomorrow We'll, we'll All Wear 42. So they're, everyone in the stands is basically booing Jackie Robinson. And you see this guy and his kid talking about Pee-wee. They're there to see Pee-wee. So then Jackie Robinson comes on. The father state starts saying the N-word. And then the boy is looking around and then he starts to copy his father. So hate breeds hate. And then Pee-wee has a, a talk with Jackie and says, look. And he says, maybe one day we'll all wear 42. It's a powerful moment. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it tonight while it was still fresh in my mind. And watching that with my nephew and having to explain to him why they're shouting that at him and his legacy and I think we will talk more about that oh Jackie Robinson Mm. what an icon you always have people who are the first and it's tough it's tough to be out there all by yourself as the first is that bright light and he truly was and so a moment of silence for Jackie Robinson for those who believed in him to 
break the color barrier in 1947. And we all wear 42. And as always, unpleasant dreams.